Welcome to my podcast, Musings of a Christian Philosopher, where we talk about deep and often challenging topics of theology and philosophy. I'm your host, Adam Polstra. Let's get started. Good day, listeners. What I've had on my mind lately is the psychology of change. I find the difference between those who are able to change and those who seem not to be extremely fascinating. And by change, I don't simply mean a change in your habits or a change in your general behavior. I'm talking about something much deeper than that. I'm talking about, for example, one's entire paradigm about life or about parts of uh, their lives. What makes the difference between a person who is able to change and a person who is not? Well, for me, the more fascinating of the two, partially because I don't believe that I'm among them, are the people who are not able to change. Now, to be clear, I have been among them, without a doubt. And I think all of us, at some point, and especially more early on, have been a part of that particular group. So I'm not calling myself some cherub in that way. But the people who are unable to change, they always have a number of things in common. And I think the most pivotal one is that people who are unable to fundamentally change justify themselves by their actions and by their perspectives or opinions. In other words, their edifice of what makes them okay, or praiseworthy, or righteous, godly, virtuous, is on the basis of how they see the world and what they do in the world. Now, why does that cause them to be unable to change? Or why, to put it a little bit more precisely, why by making the choice to try to justify themselves, are they unable to change? That would seem to be the very opposite, now wouldn't it? For example, if you believe that by your actions you are justified, then should that not mean that you can change the way you live in order to justify yourself? And my answer is, while you may again be able to change the actions by the, the actions that you take from day to day or moment to moment, you cannot at your core, change yourself if that is your mindset. Now, why is that? If you justify yourself by your perspectives and by your actions, then you have to defend your actions and your perspectives. Why? Because if your actions and your perspectives are ever challenged, it's not just your actions and your opinions that are being challenged. It is the entire edifice upon which you justify yourself that is being challenged. Now, when it comes to the day-to-day -day life, if you see that a change in a certain habit might be beneficial, maybe you're in a relationship and the other person is challenging the health of that relationship, so you want to try to fix that. You can change how you're behaving indeed, but you cannot admit that you're wrong. You will simply try to doctor up how you are behaving in order to correct the issue that is being raised. 
You want to try to keep, of course, one of the many things that people of, of this mindset want in order to believe themselves to be justified, and that is having good relationships, at least on the surface. You want to keep that going well, so you might change some of your behavior. But if you were to go all the way to the core and say or admit that you are in fact wrong, if that is in fact the case, right? then you would have to challenge the very core, once again, of how you are justifying yourself. So, by just attempting to change a few little things in your behavior, maybe you start going to church, maybe you start doing things a little bit differently around the house, whatever it might be, and of course I'm kind of thinking of a marital relationship here, but in a friend relationship it might be, okay, I'll call you a little bit more often, or... Uh, we can hang out uh, once a week or something like that. You will make some sort of concession to keep the relationship going. But if the correction or the problem that the other person is bringing up in the relationship has something to do with an actual moral failing, you cannot admit that if you are justifying yourself by your actions and opinions. Because again, if you were to do that, you would, in fact, have to go to the core of your being and alter it. You would have to admit that you're not justified. You would have to admit that you are not okay. You are not righteous. You are not godly. That is a much higher sacrifice to make. So, if your edifice, if your core is justification through your actions and your opinions. All you can really do is change the surface. The only way that you can change the core of who you are is by admitting that your entire approach in life has been wrong all along. That is the step, in fact, that I believe people take, and I definitely have taken, in order to make the transition from being the kind of person who can change, who cannot change, to becoming the kind of person who can change. Because if you admit that you cannot, in fact you have failed to justify yourself, that you still have a moral failing, and the phalanx of everything that you have used to justify your existence has been a mere sham, then what's going to take its place? How do you step forward from that absolute devastation? And again, I have been in that very devastation. I have absolutely been there. To pick up the pieces from that kind of an extreme, what you must do is admit that something higher than your actions and your opinions has a claim on your life. Something like God or a universal ethic of vir or a universal standard of virtue, something that is beyond you, something that is above you, something that you cannot control, is going to be the source of how you are justified. You do not justify yourself by how you choose to think and live. You are justified if and only if you fall under either the source of universal virtue, God, or the universal virtue itself, 
or something more like that. In other words, you are justified from outside. How you live and what you think. How you feel. If that is the case, then what is introduced at that point is humility. If you're willing to submit yourself to a standard that is outside of you, you have to be humble. And this is the second primary difference between the two. The one, those who cannot change, justify themselves by their thoughts and their actions, their opinions and their actions. And typically, of course, they end up being complete hypocrites because those opinions and those standards by which they claim to be living, they cannot follow through on. And such people are, at the core, deeply arrogant, deeply proud. On the other side, those who are, are able to change are those who admit that they have to live up to a standard which they fail to do. And again, that very choice is often the transition, if not always the transition, from being be, having been the one to becoming the other. And in order to make that claim, in order to admit that truth, you have to accept humility. Humility is not a weakness. It is not humdrum. It is not woe is me. There is that moment of humility, especially at the point of transition. But humility is adaptability. Humility is the capacity to change. Humility is the ability to look to the higher standard and God himself and admit, I fall under that and be able to correct yourself, not just in your daily actions, but to again go through the same process again of admitting that you have been putting up nothing but a house of cards. Even after, for every one of us, I would bet, I would wager, every one of us who has already made that transition from unchanged, from not able to change to changeable, have gone again and again back to having to admit that after making that change, we started building up the house of cards again, and we started trying to figure out life for ourselves, and started trying to believe that we could make it more or less on our own. And then we once again come up against that ultimate standard against God himself and have to eat humble pie once more and say, nope, I'm still not able to do it on my own. I have to fall under this. I cannot rise above it. I have to admit its superiority and change myself, change my opinions, change my perspectives. Admit that I've been wrong. And correct course and fall under that standard again. The difference between the two is pride versus humility. The difference between the two is whether we think that we can save ourselves or whether we admit that we cannot. Humility is far stronger an approach to life than anything else I know. Because those people, people who accept humility, 
may be in fundamental ways different tomorrow than they were today. They cannot just say, oh, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, that kind of non-apology that really is just trying to make up for, or sorry, trying to uh, mop up, trying to put a band-aid on a bad situation and try to make it feel better or something like that. They're not going to be the kind of people who oppose and fight against just anything that makes them feel bad and try to justify it by calling whatever makes them feel bad evil. Whatever makes them feel bad is wicked and devilish and something like, or something like that. Sometimes that is true. But people who are trying, once again, to justify themselves by their actions and their opinions have to believe that whatever opposes them is bad. Think about it. If, once again, going back to that mindset, at least hypothetically, where you justify yourselves by your thoughts and your opinions, if something comes up against you and challenges that, they have to be evil in your thoughts, in your opinions. Because if it opposes you, it's opposing the edifice by which you justify yourself, by which you call yourself good. So you must call it evil by definition, by the process of this psychology. If, on the other hand, you are willing to be humble, it doesn't mean that you'll just fall right underneath every critique and every challenge to the way that you're living, because it may be very defensible. It may be tenable. And me personally, I'm going to defend myself up until the point that somebody has convinced me that I am wrong. Of course. You can hardly consider yourself a rational person if you won't at least defend your opinions up to the point where they themselves, your very opinions themselves, become very clearly irrational and wrong. But if you come to the point of realizing that they are irrational and wrong, rationality itself is one of those things that we must admit we never do perfectly. We have flaws. We have blind spots. We can't perfectly 100% across the board always be rational and reasonable at every turn. So if you've been proven wrong and a humble person is facing that kind of a challenge, they have the capacity to admit it because they're not justifying themselves, because they do not have that to defend themselves are not, in fact, the primary things that they are defending. They're defending. They are, in fact, trying not, not even necessarily defending. They are trying to live under a greater and universal standard. They're trying to live under God. So they are willing to admit that they're wrong. And the very next day, and really wrong, by the way, I want to make this distinction because both can act as if they are the right kind of person. In fact, that is the very goal of those who are not able to change. They have to act as if they're the right kind of person or their entire charade falls to pieces. But the humble person will really admit that they are wrong if they become convinced that they are. And tomorrow they might be, or even in the next hour, they might be a vastly different person or at least begin to be a vastly different person than they were just an hour prior. 
And as C.S. Lewis said, humility after the first shock is a cheerful virtue. Why? Because once you have admitted your wrongness, you get to discard the junk. That's a lot of weight to let off of yourself. This house of cards that you've been building, you don't build on a table, you build on your own back. And when you are finally able to let that all go, and you've realized that it's dead weight, how relieving. So this was a much shorter set of thoughts, but I think it uh, has already delivered plenty of impact for its point. That's it for today, guys. Have a good one.